Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and Jam. Everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast. This is Ray in London. Thank you for all our podcast listeners and all our YouTube viewers. I've got Steve, a football writer from LA, based a Korean football writer from LA, um, is on the show today. Welcome, Steve. No, thanks for having me, Ray. Uh, it's nice to be here. Yeah, but just to have uh, all our YouTube viewers, Steve is an expert in Korean football, and what we're going to be doing is a weekly, uh, weekly show, if you like, just Spotlight on Sunny, we've called it, just to get some latest from Steve, what's happening in Korean football, what's the perception with Sun, what are the hot things, what things are happening, etc. So, Steve, um, fill us in at the moment. What's happening with Sunny and the Korean team? Just tell us what's happening. The, the latest news, um, I, I mean, I would even go as far as to say that it's a controversy in Korea right now, is this upcoming friendly that's been confirmed recently. Um, it will be played between Korea and Japan in Yokohama on March 25th. And obviously the controversy is around the fact that, you know, Son has been called up for this match. And it's an international friendly uh, during a global pandemic, obviously. And the fact that he's going to have to travel halfway across the globe during a time like this, you know, that's a big concern for a lot of the Korean football fans who, you know, their their weekend is sort of, you know, scheduled around watching Son on a, on a, on a week, week-to-week basis. And obviously that's a big concern for them. Um, you know, like I mentioned before we before we started today, uh, Korea versus Japan football match is obviously a big match, regardless of whether or not it's a friendly or a World Cup qualifying. It doesn't really matter. It's a rivalry game. It's obviously a big game in Korea. But with that being said, um, this day and age, we've gotten to a point where, you know, an international friendly during a pandemic, you're calling up these players, not just Stun, but a lot of the Korean players, you know, uh, the, 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 the top-level Korean players, you know, most of them are playing in Europe now. Yeah. And this decision from the KFA to call up the European-based players for this match has been a big controversy, and especially for Sun, because obviously he's the biggest name in Korean football. And, you know, the fact that he has been called up to play in this game, um, just, you know, putting himself at risk by, you know, traveling, um, obviously with this situation with COVID-19. Um, it's been a big controversy in Korea and uh, it's just all sorts of, you know, just all, all, all sorts of uh, problems, controversy, um, people problematizing it. It's been a, it's, it's been quite a, quite a big news in Korea recently. Yeah. So the Korea, Japan is like England, Scotland. It's like one of the biggest rivalries, is it? Yes. But you know, England, Scotland, it's a pretty much one-sided rivalry for, for now, for yeah. now. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, Korea and Japan, they go they go back and forth, and it's yeah. been that way for decades now. So you know, these are two of the biggest teams in Asia, <laughs> and they haven't played a, a a international friendly. You know, they, there have there, there have been times where Korea and Japan played in you know regional tournaments with domestic players, um, but with their full strength teams with European based players, this is the first time they were playing since I believe 2011. Wow, it's a long time, isn't it? This is quite a quite a quite a big match. Yeah. If it weren't for this global pandemic, yeah, but, exactly. No, I understand. Yeah, so, yeah all so, things considered, it's been a it's it's been quite a controversy. So, which of the two teams is stronger at the moment, Steve, in terms of Korea and Japan? Which is the stronger team? Which team oh, is stronger in world football? It's 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 tough to say. I feel like both teams are sort of going through a rebuilding phase at the moment. Um, you know, ever since the 2018 World Cup, Japan actually enjoyed more success there because um, they were able to get out of their group. Um, you know, Korea, their consolation was, cons- consolation was, you know, that, that win over Germany, which has yeah, been a yeah. 
that that's one of one of, one of the most historic games in, in the history of Korean football, obviously. But um, you know, Japan, I, I would say that they've had a bit more success internationally because they also finished runners up in the Asian Cup a couple of years ago. Um, but you know, the both teams are at a very similar stage right now with rebuilding. Uh, they've got a new new they've got new managers both teams since the World Cup so it's been a it's been a very interesting period for both teams for sure um it's tough to say which team is stronger at the moment because uh it's 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 just been tough you know with this international football it's actually it's it's been stalled since last year in Korea only time Korea played was in November with a significantly you know an understrength team because of the the, the breakout that they've had within the squad in, in, in November. So it's really hard to say. And the same thing with Japan. Japan, it's been actually the opposite. You know, the, the friendlies, the very limited number of friendlies they played last year was only with their European-based players. Um, so, they, so. Because of their situation in the country, they couldn't select the players who were playing in the J-League. So it's, yeah. it's kind of hard to say right now, to be honest with you. So, Steve, why do you think the Korean FA is um... – Force, you know, enforcing this and off asking Son to come and play in this friendly. Why are they doing that to one of the best players they have? It's, you know, it's one of those very sens- sensitive topics, obviously. But um, the criticism on the KFA right now is the fact that they're using their best players who are playing in Europe as a almost something like a marketing tool, you know, because they oh, want their yeah. players to market the games, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But what I hear from the K from people around the KFA is the fact that it's not that they're using the players to make more money than they have, but they're in a situation where this pandemic has taken a, such a big toll on their finances that yeah. they need this game to be able to sustain their business model. That's what I'm hearing. I don't know. I don't know which side of the argument is more true. You know, that's you know that that's I, I've yet to find that out, but. You know that's sort of like the, the the other side of the story now, but you know I, uh, I like we talked about before before we started here. I tweeted a little something yesterday about how I don't quite understand this perspective because there's a group of Korean football fans, not all of them. There's a group of Korean football fans who are angry that the European-based players have been called up for this match against Japan, but their argument is that this would be this idea to play this friendly is okay as long as it's with the domestic players. And I take a very critical stance on that because to me, it's the same. Every player, every player, it, 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 they, they got to go through the same thing to travel for this because this game is being held in Japan. So yeah. to say, Oh, it's, it's unfair that you call Son to play in this game, but at the same time, it's okay to risk the domestic players. There are mm-hmm. there is a group of football fans who actually suggest that. And mm-hmm. I was just being critical about that particular argument. But I mm-hmm. think a lot of people took it the wrong way. Yeah. And you know, I've been getting emails, I've gotten some replies <laughs> to my tweets from yeah. people who say, you know, you're not really getting the full picture. But that's not what I'm getting at. I was getting at a very small group of Korean football fans who were making an argument that I Really, just found to be illogical. Yeah. So, what do you, do you, does anybody know? Son's Sonny's feeling on the actual going out there and playing. What does he feel about it, or does he not say much in the press? How does yeah, it work? he hasn't said anything publicly. But I would have to say that Tottenham, uh, you know, Spurs couldn't have been happy about the no. fact that KFA made that decision to select him. But but let's remember the fact that they have the right to refuse this call. Yeah, I was right? just thinking, yeah, right. 
And I think the fact that they're allowing it, it was probably Son's choice to travel for this team because I'm not sure. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how he's feeling about this game, but the fact that, you know, he has the responsibility as the captain of the Korean national team. I think he sort of felt that it was necessary to play in this game to, to sort of, you know, because this is the first time that they're playing. This is only the second time they're playing since the pandemic started last year. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So the fact that the national team finally has a game to play, maybe yeah. he felt that it was necessary for him to be there for his team, for his coaching staff and for his teammates. You know, yeah. that's sort of like my assumption, to be honest with you, unconfirmed, obviously, but that's sort of my assumption. Um, because other than that, it just doesn't make sense to me otherwise. You know, I, I do not think would allow him to, to travel all the way to Japan to play in an international friendly. And also, I think because he's having contract negotiations with Tottenham, Tottenham really don't want to upset him during these di- different times, maybe. So they're just being a bit ac- accommodating. I don't personally know if Korea's on the red list of countries, so if he's going to have to quarantine when he comes back. I don't think they would allow him to go if he had to quarantine for 10 days because right. he's missing some really important masses, I think. Yeah, and what I'm hearing is that he will travel straight to Japan from London. Oh, okay, so he's not going to Korea, yeah. Right, and then after the game is over, he will travel directly back to London. But it, the, the funny thing about that is that Korea is actually safer than Japan when it comes to the spread of this virus. So, you know, it's if this was a home game, I think people would be a little bit more understanding. But the yeah. fact that this is being held in Japan, where they're set to host the Olympics in the summer, but we don't even know if it's going to happen right now. You know, I think they're having more, more than 1,000 uh, new cases per day in Japan at the moment. So it's, sure. it, it's obviously not a good situation. Yeah. So basically, what are the most of the fans, the Korean football fans, saying? Are they unhappy that he's being asked to travel? Or unhappy, they... uh, yeah, unhappy would be an understatement. A lot of Korean football fans are angry. You know, they're right. angry by the fact that, you know, not like I said, not just the fact that Sun will be playing in this game, but the fact that the, the national team is traveling to Japan to play in a yeah. game like this. Because when you go back in November, the game that the, the, the pair of games that they played in Austria, there was a breakout within the squad. There was 10... You know, ten players and 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 team staffers who were infected with coronavirus. So, you know, it's, it's four months after that, and they're pretty much making the same decision uh, in a place that's more or less probably more dangerous when it more at risk yeah. um, for for the players and 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 the team staff. So, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what the feeling is right now amongst the players. Yeah, but. Um, that's sort of the situation right now. The reaction from the fans in Korea—it's—it's it's more so angry than 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 upset. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's excellent. So, other than the sort of controversy of the match with Japan, any other main issues around Sonny in Korea? Any what's what's the latest news about him? Any news on his contract signature or anything like that? Yeah, the, the the contract talk is a little interesting to me for sure because you know son obviously you know he never he he's a very he's a very quiet player when it comes to when it comes to things like this he does not he hides his feelings very well he hides his feelings very well when he talks to the press even in korea and um but the word that's surrounding this situation in korea right now is the fact that the contract talks are being delayed a little bit because son is considering his options but that's yeah. but but that's from the people around the player and not exactly from the player himself. So it's hard for us to really tell what the feeling, what, what his feelings are. Yeah, I mean, that would be natural. I mean, that's just natural. I mean, he's got to leverage everything. I mean, he is one of the only, him and Harry Kane are the two world-class players we actually have at Tottenham. So Daniel Levy also, and this is 
Daniel Levy's a businessman. He sees Son as a really great player, but he sees the marketing opportunities in Korea as well, you know, having the yeah. best Korean player, all the marketing, the shirts and all that. They're going to go push the boat out to make sure Son signs. And if he doesn't sign, it'll probably, he'll probably go into another big, big club, really, that, um, that could actually, you know, attract yeah. him. You know, Son is in a really, um, I think for lack of a better term, I would say he's in a weird situation because yeah. obviously, you know, he's starting to show at Tottenham that he's a, he's a world class player. But, you know, how many, how many clubs even in Europe can afford a player yeah. like that at the moment? Exactly. That's the problem, especially with COVID 19. Yeah. Right. At Barcelona, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, and, you know, Manchester City, obviously. The, the less than, you know, I would say less than five or ten teams at tops. Yeah, many, yeah. So, so you've got to be careful, yeah. I, I've spoken to a lot of Liverpool fans, and they would take him in a heartbeat, you know, said we'd left on the half club. So I don't yeah. know if they got the money, though, to get him. That's the thing. How long has he got left on his contract? You know, Steve? Next year, right? No, okay. two years from now. Two, two years. years. I think they normally start negotiating in two years because right. they don't want to be selling. You know, if he doesn't sign... Within a year, they'll probably right. sell him. They'll probably right. sell him. They want him to go on a free. It's scary for Spurs uh, starting next season if he doesn't sign this year, right? Yeah, uh, it's going to be crazy, I think. So we'll see what happens anyway. But listen, Steve, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank and you. what we'll do is we'll put some more details about Steve in the description. So anybody who wants to look at his website or his Twitter feed, we'll put his Twitter feed in there as well. And hopefully on a weekly basis, we'll get your expert opinion on Sun. And uh, thank you very much for your time. And all we say, we normally say, come on, you Spurs, but I want to say that because you're not a Spurs fan. Tell us who you support, Steve. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. Tell us who you support before we go, to all the fans. Who do you support? I do a little bit of work for Brentford. So that's my team when it comes to England. Oh, you support Brentford, yeah? Yeah. So hopefully they'll get in the Premier League next year. and we'll be uh, Yeah, you in the Premier League next year. Looking good. For now, it's looking good, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay, Steve, take care. Thank you very much and a pleasure again. We'll speak soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.